Welcome back to the Nexus Now podcast. I'm Max Feldman, and I'm looking forward to bringing you episode seven of the pod and the second episode down our prep preview series. Just a reminder, through this series, we'll zoom in on a collection of the nation's top high school programs to preview the upcoming season, discuss the state of the NIBC, talk a little bit about program history, recruiting, and much more. Today, we have Link Academy's Bill Armstrong joining us. Last year, in Coach Armstrong's first year in Branson and the program's second year in existence, Link Academy was crowned GEICO champions after going 27-1. It was a veteran-laden roster led by Elliot Cadeau, now at North Carolina, and Jacoby Walter, now at Baylor, both of whom were five stars in the class of 2023. In addition, the Lions graduate Cameron Carr and Cade Phillips, both off to Tennessee, as well as Corey Chess to LSU, among others. This year, Link Academy adds five new names, including four ranked inside our top 100 nationally in 2024. Two top 20 prospects in 2024 in Trey Johnson and LeBaron Phylon, along with Jalen Shelley, Arkansas commit, T.L. Barrett, Mizzou commit, and James Brown headed to North Carolina next year. Fifth, and certainly not least, Link Academy brings in one of 2025's elite guards in Jasper Johnson out of Lexington, Kentucky. Looking forward to getting into it all with Coach Armstrong as Link Academy gets set for their second consecutive GEICO Championship. Welcome, Coach Armstrong. How you doing? Appreciate you taking the time. Great, Max. Appreciate you having me on, man. Yes, sir. Of course. I met it. Feels good to uh, off-season finally comes to a close, get ready, uh, get things rolling here, get back in the gym. No, it really does. You know, getting back in last week, we played a lot of pickup. It was our first week last week, and then we went on a retreat. And Friday, we started putting some things in to get ready for practice this week. And I uh, told my staff, you know, that was exciting. I kind of felt alive again. No doubt. Absolutely. So, Getting into it this year, um, obviously haven't had the guys on campus for too long yet, but um, just looking back to last season, obviously one guy co-championship had a very successful 27-1, uh, and one, uh, ton of accolades. Now to this season roster, what do you view as just the biggest differences? Uh, the biggest difference is probably just where we have depth. You know, last year, uh, we had more depth in the front court. This year, we have a little bit more depth in uh, in the guard spot and on the wings. Uh, we're going to be really deep there. We'll probably play smaller than we did last year, uh, faster, I would say. But uh, th- that's probably the biggest differences. Absolutely. Losing Elliot Cadell, Jacoby Walter, two of the nation's elite guards last year, whose skill set, in my opinion, just complemented each other so well. Uh, the link rebounds in 2023-2024 with a flurry of big-time guards and obviously bring back Aaron Rowe. So um, you talked a little bit about what the rotation might look like in terms of playing small and stuff like that, but how do you view just the backcourt right now? Well, you know, I mean, Jacoby and Elliott are guys that are are more or less irreplaceable, but I think uh, we did a great job, our staff did a great job of 
you know, putting together probably overall one through six, the best backcourt in the country, maybe, you know, one of the best backcourts ever assembled. Uh, you know, there's so many guys that you can go to. So we got to find a way to get them all on the court a lot of time at the same time. Uh, and then, you know, they're working hard, which we're working hard to teach them how to, you know, play together and be able to play off each other. And I think when we get that, and I think we will, it's going to take a lot of work, but these guys are willing to do it. And once we figure out how to play together and then off of each other, we're going to be really, really good offensively. About bringing in one of the top prospects in the country, regardless of class and Trey Johnson, um, one of the most gifted scorers in the country as well. What do you think makes him so dynamic? Uh, you know, Trey is a competitor, man. Trey's a winner. You know, wins a state championship at junior year of high school and decides, you know, he wants to push himself and put himself on a national stage and try to win a national championship. And uh, his, his ability to score is second to none. You know, I think that he can score at all three levels. Uh, you know, he's as good a shooter as I've ever seen. Uh, he works on his craft every single day, and um, you know I, I expect him to to be the best player in the country this year, and uh, you know lead us back to to where we want to be. LeBaron Filon has developed into one of my favorite guard prospects in the country these past few months. Thought he had an awesome summer with Team Thad, um, and has a unique game just in terms of how he blends the scoring and playmaking. Um, what do you like about his skill set, and how do you see him fitting in? Uh, everything, the same thing that you said, you know, you watch LeBaron play, you can't love, but, but what, um, you can't help but love watching him play. You know, he, he plays the right way. Uh, he plays on both ends of the floor, kind of got an old school throwback game to where, you know, he, you know, he's got a great pace, great change of pace, uh, make shots. He, he's a, a, a hard shot maker and he's a clutch shot maker. And, uh, you know, I think he's, a perfect fit for all these guys because he's he knows how to get everybody involved, uh, but also when he needs to uh, go get a bucket as well. Jasper Johnson, um, what impresses you so much with him? Uh, just his overall skill set. I mean, he can do stuff that you can't teach. You know, his ability to put the ball on the floor and and score at all three levels. Just different kind of finishes. Whether I mean, he's got like a little running sky hook that you can't guard uh, to a step back three that he makes about forty percent of the time. And then when he's open, he's shooting it in. So uh, he's as good as our offensive players there is in that class. Um, you know, and and he's working hard to become one of those two-way players as well. And once once he becomes that, you know, uh, the sky's living for him as well. Wanted to ask a little bit about the offseason. Um, what does that look like for you guys just in terms of the recruiting process and building this roster? Yeah, you know, we don't have – we can't have our guys here like colleges can in the offseason in the summertime. So that's where all our attention uh, – is given to recruiting. So we put a lot of time in. My staff and I were out on the road uh, all spring and summer trying to put this roster together. And, uh, you know, I, I believe that it paid off. I think we got as good a roster as anybody in the country. And, uh, you know, as long as we work every single day as hard as we can, we'll have an opportunity to, to get back to where we want to be. I think a ton of people don't really realize that it's just Link's third year now in existence. And I think that's probably just because First year got to the Geico Championship, second year won Geico. Um, so 
I'm sure it's a ton of different things that play a factor, but what do you think has been so instrumental in just the immediate success of Link overall? Well, first and foremost, just the players, man. We've been able to get great players uh, both years. You know, you got two early second-round picks uh, and another McDonald's All-American and Omabalu on the first team, and then you got probably, you know, possibly two lottery picks and a lot of other great high-major players uh, on the team, along with some young guys in Aaron Rowe who will eventually one day be a McDonald's All-American uh you know, just great. We've been able to get great players, and that's because of the infrastructure here of the school that was already, you know, in place with, um, you know, it's like a like a college. We're able to run it like a Division One college with the, the dorm situation, the dining hall, the classroom. We were able to run class like college where we have a block throughout the day. Uh, you know, it, it's very similar to that, and so we're able to prepare them that way. We have a lot of time that we can get in the gym because the gym's right here on our campus, and, you know, we're, we're in there two, three times a day, and the guys are putting in the work. They come here for that reason. They make those sacrifices. Their families make those sacrifices, and they're committed to it. And, uh, you know, when you have that much talent, they're willing to put in the work. Good things will happen. In Link's just second year of existence, you came uh, – to the program after having 20 plus years at the college level. Um, what was the big appeal for you in this coaching position? Just the opportunity, the people, you know, the people that I knew that were involved here with uh, Adam Donyes, Matt Suther, Jake Hedrick, all the people involved that I knew. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to come see how special this place is as an assistant at LSU in that first year. Um, you know, and they, they say it is it is the third year of the high school program. Last year was the second year of the high school program, but they've been running a postgrad program now for, for uh, you know, I think going on their ninth year. So they had had that established, you know, I think played the national championship game in 2021. So, you know, they had all the infrastructure ready. It was just, um, you know, uh, Coach Perry and, and his staff were able to come in here and get great players. But uh, the, the people was the, the biggest appeal. And then the opportunity, you know, the opportunity to be a head coach and, you know, coach high, high level players. Uh, you know, if you walk into Coach Perry's practice and then the next year into my practice and you were able to fast forward, you know, three or four years down the road, you know, those teams would be able to play with anybody in the country. So uh, all that, uh, you know, was very appealing to me and the opportunity to be able to be a head coach uh, with, with the people that I like and people that I know and being able to recruit great players uh, was, was the biggest thing that uh, – you know, made me want to be able to, to come here and, and, and want to be a part of it. I think you might have a unique perspective on it in comparison to a lot of no, uh, other national program coaches. Um, you've coached at the college level and been around a ton of high-level players, especially young players at the college level. What do you think the value of playing in the NIBC is for these young guys once they get to the college level? Well, I just think all of these schools, uh, the value of it is is to be able to uh, you know, be away from home and figure things out that you normally would have to figure out June, July of your freshman year. Uh, you come here for a year, two years, and now it's your, it's like you're in a college program. Now, ev even more so than ever before, it's harder for freshmen to get on the floor because when they get there in June, they don't know what they don't know. And you got all the transfers coming in who've already been through it and they can, you know, they don't have the anxiety of trying to figure out where their dorm is and then I got to be on time to study hall and I got to be on time to the dining hall and I got to be on time to weight room and oh now I got to practice what 
you know, this isn't what we do in high school. Whereas you come to a place like Link and we're doing that every single day. It's just like coming in as a transfer. You know, you're already through with your freshman year. So you're coming in, you know, a bit older than the normal traditional high school freshman. It gives you an opportunity to, when you get there, really focus on basketball. And then obviously the academic piece as well. So that you don't have all those outside things putting anxiety on you, which, you know, any kind of anxiety is going to keep you from being able to be your best on the floor. And I think that's what we are able to prepare these guys for. And I think that's the appeal for them to come is they, you know, everybody nowadays obviously wants to play as freshmen. And I think it's become harder to play as a freshman because of the transfer portal. Yep. Um, obviously, right now, I have a ton of college coaches coming in from all over the country to uh, watch your guys, recruit your guys. You've been on the other side. What's kind of your message to your guys in the recruiting process? Yeah, you know, it's a, that's a great question. With us, yeah, because we don't get them up here until September, nowadays, especially again, because the transfer portals really changed everything in recruiting, and, and colleges are recruiting uh, kids a lot earlier and kids are making decisions a lot earlier. at least it seems that way to me because they're worried that they may not have a spot down the road with these transfers so um a lot of times max these guys have already so deep into their recruiting process once they get up here with us uh you know we're not really really hands-on now if they ask us then we would give our opinion and things of that nature but to me uh, what I've always said, even when I was the one recruiting them, um, you know, you got to pick your school based off of fit and opportunity. Fit, you know, to me, uh, encompasses several things. You know, d- does the style of play fit? Does the relationship with the coaches fit? Uh, how do you fit on the roster? You have to look at all those things. And then, you know, it, what we're, again, kind of in coinciding with how do you fit on the roster? Where is your opportunity? And what are you looking for? Do you feel like you want to go play as a freshman? Are you going to be able to uh, handle not playing as much as a freshman? You know, and, the, and those kind of things when we sit down and talk. Pivoting back to the NIBC, obviously just had one year um, last year, inexperienced playing against a lot of those schools. But is there any specific matchup or any specific guys last year that just gave you guys or um, you thought posed a ton of issues? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I, I hope you didn't, but I don't know if you saw the Mount Bird game. They obviously gave us major yeah. issues uh, with their size. So, um, you know, that was a difficult matchup for us last year. Uh, but, man, all those teams are so talented. I'm excited about the opportunity to see what the matchups are. So many, so much turnover. Obviously, my bird had a lot of people coming back, but uh, there was a lot of turnover everywhere else, including us. We have one one kid back, so uh, I'm excited to to see what those matchups are and and uh, really dive into this league play. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, there's been some buzz recently on a few of your young guys, um, a few of your new guys. Do you foresee any breakout guys uh, just this year? You know what, that, that to me is kind of a, a two-way question. Um, yes, I see a couple guys that could are going to make huge jumps for, for us from because uh, they're so talented and their length and the tools that they have. Now they're up here and able to work every day in a confined environment. Now, will that show on the game, you know, in the games on the court uh, is a different story because we, we're so, so talented and will they get – but. I think a lot of our guys will make jumps from, uh, from you know, in their confidence in what they can do as they continue to move forward with us just in practice every day. But, uh, 
you know, you have all the names that are out there that you guys know, the Trey Johnson, Jasper Johnson, LeBaron Philon, James Brown, Jalen Shelley, all those top 100 kids that we have, T.O. Barrett. But uh, a kid named T.J. Stutley is going to have a real chance, you know. Um, and and I hope that people won't judge how much he plays for us uh, based off that. Now, obviously, none of that's set in stone, and he may play a lot, but – um, you know, we, we got a lot of talent, so they're, you know, the minutes are going to be, uh, you know, hard to get for everybody. So I just don't know how much he'll play, but I think TJ is a, uh, way, way underrated kid that by spring and summer of next year, uh, people are going to be, be really taking notice of him. Um, he's an extremely hard worker, uh, does everything you ask him to do as a coach, uh, plays, plays the right way on both ends. I think he's got a real chance to, to make a huge jump uh, from where he's at right now to where he'll be going into his senior year of next year. And and the same thing for Andre Iguodala, uh Jr. You know, he, he came here from the not many people know much about him, but uh, he's a great kid. He's extremely coachable, obviously got a great pedigree. Uh, his length and athleticism is only going to get better and better as he continues to get stronger, uh, can really shoot the ball, really, really shoot it at a high level. So I think he's going to make a huge jump uh, between this, like I said, between now and this time next year as well. Absolutely. I thought Stully was very, very impressive this summer. So that's a great one to plan. Even and then another kid that we have uh, a little bit under the radar came to us, man. He, he's a workhorse kid named Brandon Benjamin. I don't know if you, you yeah. know of him from being up there, but uh, man, Brandon, he just brings that motor every single day and pushes everybody in practice to be able to do that. So as you know, we got seven or eight, I don't know if I named them all, if I didn't, uh, but uh, seven or eight top hundred guys. And then, then those three guys, I think, uh, you know, are really, really going to help us this year in a lot of different ways. And that people have, like I said, going into this time next year, will know those names. Absolutely. Like you mentioned a little bit with Andre Iguodala Jr., a new name for many people, but um, just from your experience these last month or month or so, just having him in the gym, what kind of player do you envision him like evolving into down the line? Um, you know, I think he's going to be your prototypical three that people are looking for now that can guard multiple positions. He's extremely versatile. Uh, he's got some quick twitch. He's bounced. He's long and he can really, really shoot at about six, seven, you know, and he may be six, eight, six, nine before it's all said and done. Um, but I, I would think his natural position is probably going to be that of a, you know, three and D wing. Gotcha. I want to talk a little bit about fall preparation. I know, like we mentioned a little bit, something that I think every program is a little bit different with. How do you approach it? What's kind of your mindset getting into the fall year? You know, we'll stay the same course that we did last year. We kind of, you know, we do, we're heavily individual based uh, through the month of September. We're, um, you know, starting to get into practice at, you know, once or twice a week, whereas that'll start as we, get deeper into the season we'll start practicing you know three four times a week and then mid-october we'll really be practicing every day and doing our individuals in the evening right now uh, a lot of teaching uh, a lot of three on three four on four stuff uh in the practices with you know some five on five mixed in but then a, a ton of individual stuff in the evening as well um, you know, and uh, getting them in shape, you know, we're, we're big on getting in, in really, really good shape. We run a lot, 
Uh, that's something that I'm, I'm not afraid to say on here because I tell that in recruiting because you got to be ready for it. Because the way that we play, you have to be in shape. And I think as a coach uh, and a coaching staff, that's something that you can control. Um, there's a lot of things that are out of your control as a coach and a coaching staff. But uh, whether your team's in good, great shape or not, you can control. And so we're going to try to control that as best we can. And, uh, you know, it's our goal to be in, in tremendous shape when November gets around. You've coached plenty of, of good players over the last 20 years. It's a big question, I know, but Mount Rushmore of guys that you've coached? Oh, that's a great question, man. Um, I would have to say, you know, there's so many with wins and losses. It's a difficult question is, are we talking about how they impacted our team winning and losing at the time? Are we talking about, NBA talent uh, can you give me a little guidance on that. Let's go NBA talent talent. NBA talent from an NBA talent overall, just individual standpoint. That would be you know Cam Thomas, Nas Reed, uh, you know Tari Eason and Trendon Watford. Right now, um, those those would probably be the the four that are uh, you know the Mount Rushmore of guys that I've coached, but. Uh, you know, Ellie and Jacoby are going to make a push to be up there, and no doubt uh, Trey, Jasper, and, and and some of these other guys will, will have a chance to be up there as well. Pretty strong Mount Rushmore. Um, to wrap it up, essentially wanted to ask you whether you're recruiting or um, just through your year plus now at Link, what separates Link Academy from other elite programs? I just think that our – infrastructure that you know everything is here it's like a college campus um where you know everything's right here within the gates of, of uh link academy we don't have to do anything off campus we don't outsource anything everything's here so we can that allows us to run it like a college program which was again one of the things that intrigued me in coming here um you know and then just the, the availability to the gym you know, we were able to get in there and, and really put in extra work, which is just that's how you get better, man. And being able to get in that gym uh, two, sometimes three times a day and get these guys better is uh, in a unique environment that we have uh, allows us to get better each and every day. Absolutely. Coach Armstrong, thank you very much for joining us and good luck to your guys this season. Thank you, Max. Appreciate it, man. Thank you.